futures and options on futures may involve substantial risk and may not be suitable for all investors. Thank you for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura, a show where Laura Taylor, a futures trading industry rock star and one of RJO Futures top analysts, takes your futures trading questions and answers them on air. Nervous about trading futures? Or do you just want to know more? Got questions? Email her for your chance to have your questions answered on air. Laura will put your mind at ease. So sit back, relax, and learn the ABCs of trading futures with Laura. Hi, everyone. This is Laura Taylor, Senior Market Strategist at RJO Futures in Chicago. I wanted to address a question someone had about taking delivery of gold. Uh, an attractive difference between stocks and futures trading is how trading futures allows for a pure play with the underlying commodity that simply is unavailable with stocks, even those with strong correlation. Uh, for example, a mining stock could be considered as having exposure to the gold market, but it's not a pure play. Other factors exist, such as sector influence and corporate management that affect the value of the security, but are not related to the gold price. Having said that, a, a common way to build, excuse me, to buy one of the precious metals, which is uh, our gold, silver, platinum, palladium, is through the futures markets. Uh, the futures markets have a first notice day and a last trading day. From the day a contract begins until it ends, it is usually three months. Uh, the exception being energy markets, which have monthly cycles. So let's say you purchase one contract of December gold futures today at the $1,700 level. I know that's not where it's trading today, but I'm using that as because it's a nice round number and it's perfect for this example. Uh, the first notice day for December gold is November 30th, approximately one month before last trading day or contract expiration. Futures traders who are long may not hold their positions past first notice day unless they intend to take delivery. If you hold that contract past first notice day, you're susceptible to automatic delivery if it is matched with someone who wishes to make delivery. So if you do not intend to take delivery, you must be out of your long position no later than the day before the first notice day. If you wish to take delivery of your long gold position by first notice day, you must have full value of the physical gold in your account. So if you're long from $1,700 level, you must have $1,700 times 100 troy ounces in your account or $170,000. Our delivery department will handle the delivery process with the exchange direct. The funds will be applied to the purchase of the gold and in return, the exchange will issue a certificate which is posted to your account and held by RJO. The actual gold bar is deposited into one of the exchange's designated depositories. The depository provides secure storage. You know, to become a de designated depository, they must meet the requirements of the exchange, including providing the necessary level of security. As a matter of fact, the locations are so secure that the location is not disclosed. Even when, uh, if you were driving past it, you wouldn't know it was a depository because there's no sign outside, it's just an address. The bar must be a certain size. Uh, for gold, it's 100 ounces or one kilogram of gold. Gold must be accompanied by a cert cert certificate of assay, A-S-S-A-Y, and must be delivered to the depository by an exchange-approved carrier in order to maintain the chain of integrity. Your account is then charged for monthly storage fees, which are pretty minimal. If, and this is not recommended, 
you decide to take the gold bar and place it in another non-exchange depository, you must make and pay for arrangements to have Brinks pick up the bar and deliver it to the location of your choice. That cost, of course, will have to be absorbed by you. I once had someone take delivery and the bar was transported to his home. He said he wanted to keep it nearby. The problem with this is that you can damage the the gold bar. If you decide to sell the bar, you'll have to have, to have to pay to have it reassayed. And if the bar has been nicked or damaged in any way, that will decrease its value. It's best to let the exchange hold the bar and handle all transactions when you want to sell it or re-deliver it to someone else wishing to take delivery. Uh, you may be asking, what does assay mean? Uh, it's spelled A-S-S-A-Y. A gold assay is a process to measure the purity of, in- of items containing gold. It helps to ensure that gold coins or bullion bars produced by a mint meet the correct purity and content standards. The process applies to all metals uh, that are deliverable, and um, that's something that is uh, done by the exchange. Next podcast, I'm going to talk about using the futures market to protect the physical gold you own and how to deliver the bar you own. In the meantime, if you would like to know more about opening an account to take delivery of a precious metal, please give me a call. Meantime, best wishes and good trading. Thanks so much for tuning in to Trading Futures with Laura. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to Trading Futures with Laura, and we'll catch you in the next episode.